0: Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Katasso Fridge, a Florida based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. hi guys so welcome to silent symptoms of black mental health podcast i am back now you can see me um i know for the past couple of weeks i haven't really been on video i've been really sick with my allergies like i stated last week even now i'm trying to I'm fighting for my life, like R. Kelly said, fighting for my life. So today I want to talk about something very near and dear to the black community, what we've been experiencing for the past couple of weeks. Let me say last week. um, I just wanted to talk about community violence in the black community. And I wanted to talk about it because of what happened with Nipsey Hussle. And, you know, community violence is basically um, inter... uh, Personal violence that is perpetrated by individuals um, who are strangers, who aren't intimate to that individual the act is happening to. So with Nipsey Hussle's situation, allegedly the individual that shot and killed him didn't really know him. There are definitely like two different stories. So one says that the man did know him. um, He hung around him. um, He was jealous of him. And then he shot him. Another story was that he was one of the local rappers that was trying to get out there right before he shot Nipsey Hussle, he shook his hand. Another story was that Nipsey Hussle kicked him out of his store or that specific um, area that he owns, telling him that he can't be around because he was a known snitch. So he didn't want him around there. So he shook his hand, left, came back around and shot Nipsey six times. So this is really, really difficult because, you know, we've all valued Dipsy Hustle. You know, he was just like one of those hidden gems, I would say, because when you really look at all the things that he has been doing for the black community and he was stressing for us to buy black, basically, own your own your stuff. On your rights to your music, on your rights to your art or anything that you're doing creatively. Um, stressing about buying property and owning something instead of renting and buying back your block. So if you're a black individual and you live in a community that you, you know, grew up in and instead of you, you know, branching out and going somewhere else you know you could still live somewhere else but bring back you know your money your black dollars into your community so we can actually build up where we came from and try to you know prevent gentrification so you know, community violence always happens unexpectedly and very shockingly so even with what happened with nipsey hustle all of us were really shocked and we were really hurt so when i first found out about what happened like they said nipsey hustle got shot i was hurt like I was silent. I was like, what the heck? And when the video started circulating, there's one that kind of showed him getting shot in the head, Um, like the after effect. So he had on a white do-rag and I saw blood in the back of his head. I was like, I hope this is not it for him because he is so needed. He is such a value to the black community. He's a gem. He's a legend. And, and the thing about the black community, we just don't give away the word legend. It's not given it away for free. It's not given it away easily. So, you know, as I was looking at that video, my heart just shattered. I sat there with my phone in my hand. And as they were getting um, updates out there, they were like, okay, two, men, three men were shot two are in the hospital and one didn't make it i'm like what the heck i saw nipsey's video when they were trying to put him out on a stretcher he seemed lifeless so as that moved on and then they announced that nipsey hustle was dead the internet went bizarre black twitter facebook instagram all the black people really band together because you know as much as people were saying oh we didn't care about nipsey hustle we didn't talk about him he's just one of those hidden gems like when something happens to nipsey hustle we all came together when it happened to him <clears throat> we didn't talk about nipsey every single day um we didn't discuss him every other day we didn't you know. Talk about his music all that much because what he did for the community was very unique and so beautiful, like creating STEM, uh, STEM, STEM programs for kids in the Black community, co-working spaces for Black people, um, you know, clothing line buying back like a, a, a shopping complex so that he could own that specific block with his partner. That is so valuable, because a lot of times we don't stick with our community. We usually try to take our talent somewhere else. He lives in California, so he could have easily went to Calabasas and took his talents and you know bought a store and went out there, but he chose to bring it within the community. This is why community violence should not be tolerated, especially for people like this. You know, for Nipsey Hussle, all the things that he did for us, we really didn't talk about it every single day. We really didn't, I would say, value it enough at the time. Um, I would follow Nipsey Hustle. I would follow him really closely. You know, I would pay attention to the things that he was saying, um, all the things that he was teaching black people. If you listen to his music, he's very deep. And, you know, all the videos that are available of Nipsey Hustle are so needed. All the things that Nipsey Hustle has done for us as a community, uh, educating us on <clears throat> things to the effect of, how to value our own selves when we value our own self it goes a long way so i think that you know what he did was a double-edged sword so he stayed within his community he was always available for his people he always uh, you know allowed artists so aspiring artists to work in his stores and he also allowed them to you know work there if they were felons so that's really, really, really good. A lot of people don't, you know, hire felons. They don't want to hire people who are just getting out of prison or people who are aspiring artists because they're just saying these people are just useless, but nipsey Hustle saw value in that. So if you have somebody that wants to pursue their dream in their career, why not put them in the position for them to win? That's enough for us to actually, go around and you know things like community violence cause a lot of trauma so this situation traumatized I would say 95% of the black community we were traumatized like I could not sleep the first night that I found out about Nipsey Hussle because it was so difficult for me to swallow that pill of why would somebody do this why would somebody go out their way and go shoot Nipsey Hussle there are plenty of people out here that that could have happened to but that's the thing about community violence is very unexpected it's very quick and you know somebody's life can be taken away just like that so how does you know community violence affect the black community number one we end up having complex trauma post-traumatic stress disorder depression anxiety those are the after effects of having community violence. So now we're constantly worried about if any of our family members or any artists are gonna get shot at any given moment or they're gonna get stabbed. You know, that's the thing about community violence. We never know when it's gonna happen. And what happens when it shows, how it shows up in children is that um, they go to school, they act out, or they, they very secluded, they don't speak to a lot of people, they're all to themselves, or they become violent. Individuals because they don't know how to express themselves properly. So violence will be the next step because they're dealing with depression or they they have complex trauma that wasn't addressed based on community violence that happened around them. And, you know, community violence is so unique because we could just be walking down the street and somebody get, can get shot, popped right in front of us. And we don't know what to do. It's unexpected. We never know when it's going to happen, right? So it's we don't know. It's never really premeditated for the individual that, is gonna see that specific act, right? So that's what makes it so stressful for people who live in uh, in poverty-driven environments, environments that really have a lot of um, drugs. And children who are raised in those specific environments have a lot of trauma, and those children eventually become adults. So, and the, the the sad part about it is that, you know, when we have violence against our own people, it becomes really difficult to swallow. That's a pill that nobody wants to really swallow, especially when we know we can do better. And we, this past week with the situation with Nipsey Hussle, black people have really been coming together to try to really uplift each other in this sad moment. And I don't even have the words. And, you know, when I really thought about all the trauma that his family's probably experiencing right now. All the depression, all the anxiety, all that really does affect an individual. And this is not something that somebody just, like has to fly by or don't address it's very important that you know if anyone has seen some type of community violence they have to address these issues because it could spill into their home life it could spill into their schooling it could spill into their job and it's very difficult because one would think that if i see somebody get shot one time then it shouldn't really matter it wouldn't affect me as much But it really does in the grand scheme of things, because if you can't leave the house or you're nervous about going to certain places because you feel like some type of highlands may happen in that specific, you know, area of of your community or just unexpected feelings about what might possibly happen. And this really should put us in a place of, you know, we need to love people when they are imperfect, You know, imperfection can be a beautiful thing. And I I believe that when we, you know, grow up, we're taught to try to be this perfect person. So when being imperfect happens, we don't know what to do with those people. So when people um, shoot, um, do drugs or steal or commit some type of crime, we really want to banish them and tell them that they need to get themselves together. We don't provide that support that they actually need which is the support of telling your friend or telling your family member, hey, you can't go out there, shoot, steal, kill, or, you know, be violent to others. You need to get help because that's not okay. Versus like yelling at the individual not having those keen conversations that they need because it takes a village when someone is doing something they're not supposed to be doing. It takes a village when somebody is doing something that is completely wrong. And in this specific situation, it really hurts because, you know, Nipsey Hussle really was providing that buffer for the black community, especially, you know, in California. So when you provide that buffer for your community, you know, he was, you know, shown to help people. He was shown to give motivational speeches. He was shown to provide education for the black people. He was trying to advocate for, you know, stopping the you know gang violence even though he was a he is a gang member but that really didn't stop him from trying to advocate to end the violence because we all have to do something to survive in some way in our lives in some capacity so what he did was change his life around okay i am a crip But what I'm going to do, I've learned from my mistakes, I no longer have to gangbang, I no longer have to rob, I no longer have to steal or do any of those things. But what I can do is use the things that I learned to educate the other kids who are in a gang. Let's all come together. And when you really pay attention to the things that Nipsey has done, you will see the revolutionary, just the evolution that he has had. Even as like a young boy when he's 18, 19, he was already so far ahead of his time. And at the age of 33 years old, he had found his purpose. A lot of people are just coming into his part of their purpose at 33 years old. And that's what's so special about Nipsey Hussle, what he has brought forth for us as people. And, you know, it's not even about the music, it's about the gems that he dropped. And for those people who are feeling down or people who don't know what their purpose in, in is in life, if you go back and look at Nipsey Hussle's videos, he provides a lot of education about finding your purpose and telling you that life is not a sprint it's a marathon you have to really take your time to get to where you want to get to because at the end of the day if you rush into something into something that you believe is your purpose it may not turn out the way that you want but if you take it as a marathon you're going to get there and it's not not about the timeline it's about if you get there eventually so you know for us as far as you know the man that shot Nipsey Hussle eric holder so let's say allegedly just for purposes but uh, let's think about all the things that he could have possibly been going through in that moment for whatever reason he chose to really shoot a man six times that shows that there was some type of rage involved so it wasn't just one shot so some type of rage involved um people are claiming jealousy so he may have been jealous so let's talk about those two things right there we have to remember there's room for everyone in this world So if you are a rapper, there's room for you too. Now, we also have to be honest with ourselves. If we're rapping and we're not really the best rapper, that may not be our ministry. So we can find something else in in another lane in regards to rapping, doing A&R, being PR, um, finding artists. You know, we don't really necessarily always have to do something that we always like because that may not be our ministry or our purpose at that time. So we don't have to be jealous of the next person or where they're, they're going to be or where they are. It's really, really, really detrimental and is really killing us. Because at the end of the day, I feel like we've been tra- taught to have that crab mentality, uh, get on top of each other to try to get out to the top. We don't need to do that. There's room for us. There's so much you know, um, beauty in working together and providing that elevation for each other. And we cannot keep secrets from each other. If my friend has the keys to success for whatever she's trying to do, and I want to do the same exact thing, my friend should be able to share those keys to success so we could all win. Because at the end of the day, there's room. Because she may have that specific lane and she may be meeting the needs of one demographic, but me doing the same exact thing can meet the needs of another demographic so the importance of trying to be in your purpose and sharing what you know with others is extremely important that actually lessens the community violence and the jealousy and the rage i think that we seem to forget that we are able to provide those resources for ourselves number one and learn from other people because even though you know eric holder allegedly wanted to be a rapper Maybe it wasn't his time. Nipsey Hussle was in his time. And he didn't get this stuff overnight. He literally just released his album last year. He's been rapping since he was, you know, younger than 18. So a lot of times we so quick to rush. So now we're jealous of our friend. Now we're jealous of the stranger that we don't know because we're comparing our lives to their lives. That's not how it's supposed to be. We are supposed to all band together and learn from one another so that we could all become successful. And we need to provide that platform for each other. If a friend asked you, hey, I'm wondering where you had to buy those shirts in order for you to start your t-shirt business. Why can't we share that information? Is it because we feel like our friends or family members are a threat to us? We shouldn't look at things like that. That's how people have you know, broken relationships, how people have mistrust, and how people end up being violent to one another because of that jealousy and the rage. Because sometimes, on the flip side, we don't wanna share information with other people because we wanna win by ourselves so we could get to the top, and then we decide to share that information with other people. Why can't we all win together and help each other? And maybe that specific individual may have something that you need. Maybe you know where to get the best shirts, but you're not getting the best print. And they know where to get the best print. So you guys can collaborate on that because you guys are doing the same exact thing, but two different lanes. So there's no need for us to have violence. We are really traumatizing our children. We are traumatizing these children who become adults. And we... Excuse me. We need to start normalizing the ability to go to therapy. That's where it all starts. And if we hold our friends accountable for being in therapy, hold them accountable for doing the right thing, and if they have some type of jealous rage, let's talk them out of it. Because we don't want our family members to end up in jail. Because of what? Because of our view of where we should be because another person has already made it? Let's not act like that. Let's reduce the community violence and see that there's a, another way out. We don't have to do gang-related acts that are gonna ruin who we are. We don't need to um, engage in stealing, cheating, harming other people in order for us to advance. How about we provide gems? How about we become the Nipsey Hustles of the future so that when something does happen to us people value us we have a legacy we have something left behind in order to so that we left a print in this world and this does not mean perfection but this is this means that we have tried and we have tried to stay true to who we really are as individuals so when we move forward in life um nipsey hustle described nipsey hustle as her sanctuary wow that is extremely deep so we need to remember like let's be somebody's sanctuary let's be somebody's peace let's be somebody's motivation let's be somebody's legend because what nipsey hustle has done for us he has forever left a print in our hearts and you know it's been a week since his death and it's still with me i have been posting nipsey hustle and i am very hurt by it but you know what we're gonna continue to celebrate his life and continue his legacy so whatever lessons that we have learned from nipsey let's carry that on in our own lives and let's be the nipsey of these worlds and not be the eric holders and the jealous individual or just the People who aren't thinking clearly and have not gotten the help that they needed. So thank you so much. And I pray that we continue to stay away from community violence and violence, you know, to other people that, you know, are ahead of us or jealousy to the people who are ahead of us or may seem like they're ahead. So let's all share our gems and love one another and let's lift each other up as a black community because I know we can do it. We did it in the past week. We have been lifting each other up. We have been showing a brother so much love. And we really do appreciate like the togetherness. So we just need to take time to hug the people that we love. Show them appreciation because tomorrow's never promised. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And please let me know how you felt about the death of Nifty Hustle. You can share your comments below or you can you know, message me and tell me how you felt. This is Silent Symptoms, a black mental health podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear.